Cappuccino with Constable Brian. Real people, real stories. Uh, my pleasure to introduce to the Cappuccino, uh, Regan and Sam, who are both uh, Constable Matthew Dennis Hunt's best mates. Maddie, his anniversary of his passing is coming up this weekend. Uh, he was a local from Arua. Uh, it was his lifelong dream to become a police officer. As Commissioner Andy Costa said, the incident points to the real risk that our police officers face as they go about their day-to-day, as they go about their jobs every day. Uh, now we know that Maddie was very good at softball because I've seen some horrendous photos of you blokes uh, from high school, including one where you were doing something to do with bowling. Yep. Uh, classic Coastie, yeah. Uh, laid back, calm. He had a real community focus and a beaming smile. And he was, to be fair, he's an undercover academic who never had a bad word for anybody. So a year after, we're going to have a bit of a chat about Matt, but more importantly, find out how Regan and Sam are coping with things, how they're coping on things with a day-to-day basis, and what this weekend's going to be like as well. Uh, it's going to be tough for all three of us, pretty much, but we'll get there. So how are you guys going to choose to remember this week? Regan, you want to go first? How are you going to choose to remember what, what goes on this weekend? Honestly, mate, I I have no idea. Like, this weekend's going to be rough, and I think it's just all about getting around each other and, yeah, just being there for each other. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't have anything specific planned. Yeah. Um, Sam can talk a bit more about um, what we're doing down in Aurora. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if, like, we've... We've never been in a situation like this before, so no. we don't we don't know what to do, mate. Yeah, because you guys are both still in your twenties, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah, right. we'll, yeah. We'll claim it. Yeah, we'll yeah. Claim. take it because you're still feeling yeah, exactly. it's better off than me. So you're all good. Yeah. yeah. Um, to to be fair, Brian, I kind of feel like it's been the the lead ups uh, kind of been going on for a couple of months now because yeah. uh, it's kind of been like the iPhone's really good at reminding you on stuff. So it's kind of like, yeah. oh man, like today's the last time we played golf together. Um, or today's the last time we did this uh, last time we went to the rugby together Um, today's actually the last time I ever saw him Um, so we had dinner together a year ago today so um, so it's kind of like all these little milestones that come up when it's it's a year on it kind of they all hurt um, in their own little way so this weekend will be the same Um, Saturday is going to suck because you're going to wake up and it's just all going to I feel like it's just all going to come flooding back yeah. Um, but we're just gonna have to do what we've done for the last year and surround ourselves with with each other. And and yeah, we're we're we're, we're lucky in that that the the local council was um is 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 going to dedicate some space in Arua format, um which will be a nice sort of memorial for us to do on the, on the Saturday. And the Arua police has um his section's going to be involved with that, which will be which will be cool. Be nice to see all them again. I suspect just FYI, there's going to be more than just a section there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So um. Yeah. So it'd be a nice hybrid between remembering Matt um, as as a police officer, but also um, remembering Matt as as Matt, yeah, yeah. Um, and and a spot for us to go back to in the future. Yeah, is that really hard for you guys? Because um, there's two different Matts, just like every cop. You know, you've got Matt, your best mate, and you've got Matt, the police officer. And like for me, I I think I worked with Matt probably for about two or three weeks when I was relieving as a supervisor and he was like my go-to guy on section uh, if I needed somebody to go to work at one of the outstations I'd say to Matt 
any chance? Yeah, but I can do that for you. No worries, good as gold. And then the next day, I wouldn't even have to ask. He'd probably either ring me or text me and say, did you want me to just go straight up there? And I'm like, that'd be awesome, bro. That'd Cheers. So I kind of knew him, but I didn't really know him. But is it difficult for you guys? Because he's basically now become like a public figure, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Is that kind of tough? I think that um, Matt was really good at kind of hiding police, Matt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, first of all, from what we've heard from his police friends, you know, it just sounds like he was Matt, but as a police officer, you Mm -hmm. know. But when he was with us, he was just Matt. Yeah. He was our high school mate. He was the bloke we were watching footy with. You know, yeah. The bloke that we were playing golf with, and we didn't really think about police, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think now, like, obviously afterwards, it's now, yeah. There's it's, everyone knows Matt as the as the police officer that was yeah. killed. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I don't really spend too much time um, thinking about the circumstances in which he died, or yeah. or, 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 or or kind of even what happened. For me, it's just. I've still lost Matt, and that's yeah. all that really. I'm, I I still have to try and process every day. Yeah. Um. But then you do get, you know, there's there's lots of things that we've been involved with over the last twelve months that have have involved the police, um. And and I and that's going to be Matt forever. His his lasting legacy is going to be that. So, yeah. um. I guess it's our job to make sure that he's remembered for everything else as well. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, it's really important, especially for the police family as well, that he's not just remembered for that horrible day. Mm. They remember all the good stuff as well. I yeah. laughed when. Regan, I think you said at his um, service that he had no idea how, how good looking was. Because yeah, yeah. I actually had somebody say to me, Have you got that office this morning? I'm like, Sorry, I can't get those out. And I just thought, Oh, here we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys did lots and lots of runs that Matt and Sam had kind of signed up for because uh, Matt was giving you a hand, Sam. How did that come about? Because you, Regan, after Matt passed, you basically sort of jumped in and yeah, nailed it. Only took it. him 24 hours to jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no guts, no glory. Yeah. 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 I guess that the full story would be um, Matt had Matt wasn't a runner either, and he had started to just run. I think he did a five k, very fast five k, um, where he was living in Hobsonville, <laughs> yeah, um, I and so. I had been doing a little bit of training <laughs> through um, lockdown uh, just to try and get fit. And then uh, basically afterwards, we said we should we should turn this into something and do and do a run somewhere. Yeah. Um, and we were both recently single and both kind of figuring out what to do. And and we had well, I was back in New Zealand for the first time in a while. And we're like, let's go see some of the country. And so we kind of just sat there with a calendar um, and looked at, we basically just Googled like marathon schedule. Yeah. Um, As you do when you want to start off with an easy run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, this is where, how things escalate with me. Like everything yeah. turns into like a, yeah. Uh, yeah. just a when snowball he, so fast. Yeah. He, get, he goes balls deep when yeah. he gets involved mm-hmm. in something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bought all the kit, yeah. bought new running shoes, new yeah. Garmin watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, I guess yeah, we, we we booked the the first couple. The first one was uh, at the Mount. We booked, and then we booked Topor, uh, and then um, actually, well, when we were at dinner a, a year ago, we, we, we were on the drive home. Uh, we booked Auckland, so we had three booked, and then we had three other ones planned. Yeah. Um, and yeah, afterwards there was no real, there wasn't any really second guessing of are we going to still do them. Yeah. It was obviously going to be yes. Um, it's, <laughs> It was bloody hard on the body. Um, <laughs> yes, I have heard a few rumours that uh, somebody's body was... Uh, and all, all i got to say to that, brother, is no disrespect to Regan, but you and I both have the bodies, and I'll use the term that one of my ex-police partners used to say, of a galloping rhino, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, compared yeah. to the gazelles and the whippets of the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. So, right. yeah, when you and Maddie were discussing it, when I heard, when I saw some of the documentary that you guys did, I was like, 
What was going through Sam's head? Was he trying to keep up with Matt or just survive? Because seriously, yeah. it's well, like, it was, yeah. for me, I was trying to prove to myself that I could do it. Like yeah. I was trying to give myself an impossible, I guess, target to, to, to try and do. And, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm not built like a runner no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at really? all. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and my, my knees, um, I don't think they're ever going to be re- ever going to repair themselves. Because yeah. um, we, if, if, I mean, I personally, Regan and I both finished with a pretty... Um, big goal, I guess, because we did the runs that we'd organised with Matt. Yep. And then I did an ultra marathon, which was the 50k Tarawera, um, which was the, f- I think it's literally destroyed my hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. then um, Regan managed to smash out a, a marathon, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, down Hawks Bay. I was originally uh, signed up with these two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was only signed up for the 10k yeah. in Mount Monganui. Nice, good work. Uh, yes. All the excuses yeah. under his belt to not do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like everyone else, you know, yeah. you said, oh, I'm not a runner. Yeah. Running's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Probably should still say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, it was once Matt passed, it was, yeah. you know, a given that I was going to do all of yeah. them with yeah. Sam. No, yeah. not just to support him, but in Matt's honour as well. Yeah. yeah, and you guys had the TV crews out there and everything else, and you had to sort of carry on. And I know it was tough because I've seen the footage this week, and I, I watched it when it first aired as well. Was that tough, or did you just want to, at some such? Because there's a great piece of footage, Sam, where these, I think Matt Chisholm's basically running alongside you, going, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, and you're like, "Oh, I think I've hit the wall." Whereas I'll. Regan's like, yeah, well, I'm not feeling too bad, but uh, yeah, just carry on. Um, was it tough or did you just want to, was there some stages there where you just sort of wanted to say, just leave me alone, just let me run, let me have my time? Because some people use, and I know maybe you guys have, some people use running as their their help yep. for their mental health. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, all of the training was pretty much solo, uh, yep. and, and uh, unless it was me doing it with Regan. So now, even when I can run, I have this instant... Um, set of like relaxation but also an instant connection to Matt yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I start running because I'm by myself so the the Topo event was the the first one um, and it was actually my fastest run because I was I was I had peaked for it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just five races and, really. yeah. and we were still pretty raw like that was August um, and so the the funeral was only the start of July so um, to be fair everything, everything that happened everything that yeah, happened yeah. in that that through that period is, is, is kind of a blur and we kind of just said yes to stuff yeah um, and we also we had a lot of requests from the media um, throughout that period to do all sorts of um, stories and things and we basically said no to everything until um, Matt called me uh, Matt, Matt Chisholm called me mm-hmm. um, and we spoke for about half an hour and he was he was doing some really cool stuff and still does some really awesome stuff for men's mental health yep um, and we thought what a cool way of of because we wanted to also be the ones to tell Matt's story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Someone was going to talk to the press at some stage, yeah. and we didn't want it to be someone else who, you know, who, who knew him for a week yeah. and kind of yeah. that's how the country yeah. you know, knew who Matt really was. So it kind of worked out to be the kind of perfect way to, to tell a story um, and tell it in a positive sort of way and didn't focus purely around um, the incident. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of after the, the Topor event where it, kind of you it got harder because you know you then you're doing all of them so some people lots of people came in to do one and yeah, so yeah. each event was packed with with yep. people and support but you're trying to back up <laughs> yeah. your yeah. fourth fifth or sixth one yeah, yeah, yeah like in november we had a run every weekend um it was so overall we did seven half marathons 
uh, we did, and we also had an 8K run in there yeah. um, for November, where we raised a bunch of money for them, yeah. and uh, 11 kilometer traverse over the Harbour Bridge. Um, and three of those half marathons were back to back to back, which was brutal. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. my body's still recovering now, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. a year on, so... Yeah. yeah. Now, I, you guys travelled around the world with Matt. Um, what's one of your best overseas stories that you can tell us, remembering we've got listeners that will go <laughs> further than just you, me, and everybody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I've, I've been trying to think of stories from overseas. Because um, you guys um, went to the Rugby World Cup together, didn't you? Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, yeah, we watched a few, few live games and... Yeah, honestly, we, we basically ticked off Europe. Um, we did Yacht Week together, yep. um, did a bunch of festivals. Um, we went to Oktoberfest, yep. which was um, Matt's personal favourite. Yep. Loved drinking a big stein, that fella. Yeah. Um, because you could tell that from looking at him, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he actually yeah. backed himself as a bit of a sculler. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legion. Yeah. 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 It's a yeah. yeah. But yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, loads of stories. Not many that I can tell on this podcast. No, yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's all good. No, that's, but yeah, we, that's, had the, we had the time of our life. And yeah. and um, obviously, would much rather have the bloke here, but super grateful that yeah, we yeah. had that time. And yeah. um, Sammy came over and spent a bit of time with us and did a few music festivals as well. And, yeah. Because yeah. all you guys are into your dubstep, aren't you? <laughs> no, back in 2012, we were. I'll talk to you about it later on, but I've listened to the playlist on George. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, no, that's all right. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, cool, yeah. Well, I, so I, I didn't live with these guys in, in Europe. Um, I, I did go over and visit um, when they were over there. and We, we went to Saget together, which is like a seven-day music festival. Yeah. Um, and I remember flying over there, uh, and I, I, I can still kind of feel feel the memory of that feeling of, of seeing you two. Um, and like... It was like genuine love. Like I was like looking, I was looking forward to seeing like two blokes that I loved. And then, like when I arrived, I had to stay the night off the island. I got there the next day, and I was so pumped. And I can remember seeing Matt walking the other direction, um, and I just sprinted up and just jumped on his back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was like yeah. So that, that that feeling, I can still, if I close my eyes, I can still feel it, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but that festival, I think, almost killed us. <laughs> <laughs> it was 10 days. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Having once been 20, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you both a question for as men's mental health kind of advocates, ambassadors, because that's both, basically what you've become. Mm. Why don't guys do that more often? Why don't guys say that to their mates and actually tell them how goddamn important they are? Because like you said, it, you said it both at the funeral. You both sort of said, you know... Mm. Um, I'm going to always be hugging my mates now and saying I love you and mm. bro you're my brother and everything else um, yeah I just can't figure it out and I've been as I was writing down all these questions I'm like why don't guys do this more often what do you reckon I think it's just like ingrained in us you know New Zealand culture has yeah. to be that you know tough yeah. bugger yeah. you know you don't and uh, we didn't really you know we haven't seen the generation above us do it no. um, and because even now like even now, I still struggle. Like, Sam and I will say it to each other every now and then, but yeah. I don't know why. The words are just hard to get out of your mouth. Yeah, like, and it's, it's, yeah, it's just but, ridiculous. I just, yeah, I, I can't figure it out. I'm like, yeah, you know? A lot of it, go, a lot of it goes unspoken. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, 
females have no issue um and and saying it and yeah. and and i think guys just need to it's it's i think it's the reaction the uncomfortable reaction of being told that 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 someone loves you yeah, yeah. Um, that's a bloke it's kind of like oh, oh yeah okay yeah but we need to just get comfortable with it yeah instead um, we do that stupid shoulder tap thing <laughs> good on you bro yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah um, no i just thought i'd ask because like when you said it i was like yeah and i was reminded myself of my i don't say that often enough to people that i know in my life let alone the blokes yeah so it's yeah. like and it's something that we should all be doing yeah. because mm. as you guys well know you, you don't know what's around the corner yeah. uh so maddie dreamed of being a cop as well as a navy seal tragic story so did i uh yeah uh French allegiance. oh yeah okay yeah cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually once went to the navy recruitment officer at the bottom of New York's uh, Times Square and asked to be rejected so I could just say I've tried at least. Uh, true story. Yeah. Uh, since high school. Can you remember what he was like when he finally actually became a police officer? When he finally got the nod and you guys saw him after he'd graduated? Because didn't you go down and see him and see him graduate? Um, no, I went down and saw um, other people graduate with, oh, yeah. with Matt to watch, cool. watch him graduate. Yeah. But, um, can you remember what he was like when he graduated? Boring. Nah. <laughs> nah, he... His journey was so long yeah. um, to get to where he was. And he built, like, his whole... Like, that's Matt. He built all that foundation through the different... Um, like, his degree and then working in the courts and working in the prison. And so when he finally got there, it, it was it was just like... He's, he's, he's finally done it. Like, he'd, he'd already been, I guess, a cop in his mind for so long. Yeah. Um, he, he, he wasn't a... He didn't... Matt didn't have a big ego, um, no. and so to tick that off, to tick off a big goal of his, he didn't go around parading it and be like, "Oh, you know, I've done it." He just got stuck into his work and yeah. And, and, and yeah, went around making yeah. himself the best cop that he could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also got himself a police missus, so and it was kind of his sort of first missus, eh? So yeah. and you all know what it's like when you get your first midi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. see yeah. the boys too much. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we had a bit of a break from him for Roger, a bit. Roger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he had himself the bone really then, didn't he? Yeah. Now, he was always early on section, I know this, having been a supervisor of his. And like uh, Dean said at his uh, funeral, he was immaculately groomed, even tailoring his work pants, which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. gold. Yeah. Uh, and he was like that when he was on duty, you know, the packed lunches that were like, I'm like, bro, have you yeah. seen a dietitian? Because seriously, that's a dietitian's meal, isn't it? Yeah. And the gym workouts and yeah. everything else. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think there's a great story you told Matt about him turning up to your place with like lunch boxes and everything else. Tuna and like, rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's a stock standard cop favourite, tuna and rice, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those things. Right, mm. so um, if Matt was going to have a big night out, apart from obviously having a couple of drinks and everything else, was he the type of guy that actually let his hair down and let it all go, like have the, all the spe- plate of spare ribs, or would he still be sitting there going, I'm getting oh. at the chicken salad and maybe just, yeah. He ate like a robot during the week, yeah. um, but then on the weekend, like, like he he loved the blowout, like yeah. loved the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he worked hard as well, eh? Because he was a CrossFitter and oh, everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, so oh, he was honestly a perfectionist. Yeah, like looking back, I don't think we even really realised it as much until you know until he's he's gone. Like he actually was a perfectionist, and he was so disciplined. Mm. And like like Sam said, like. 
he would eat so well during the week and then just have a blowout on the yeah. weekend. That's yeah. what he loved to do. My, my problem was I didn't eat well during the week and then <laughs> also had the blowout. Yeah, yeah, probably talking about the first uh, 35 years of my life. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's all good. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you say, he was a perfectionist because, yeah. like I said, I only met him for a short period. Mm. But even in that time, I was like, I better look after this fella because I suspect one day I'm going to be saluting him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I probably would have just quietly yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it yeah. wasn't just with food either. Like, no. Um, his bedroom was immaculate. Like <laughs> yeah. one time in London, I saw, I caught him vacuuming his wardrobe. <laughs> um, when we were in high school, we used to, like, if he'd leave the room, like, we'd be, all be sitting in his bedroom. If, when he'd leave the room, we'd just get up and, like, move a few things around, like his yeah. PlayStation controller, like, off 90 degrees, you know, and he'd come back in and, yeah, he'd come back in like a hawk, which, funny enough, was his nickname. He'd just, like, put it all back. Yeah. But, there you go. Yep. Yeah, it was. Perfectionist. Yep. Uh, right. Can you guys remember what went through your minds when you found out that he'd passed, he'd been passed, he'd been killed on duty? Can you mm. remember? Because I know that you've, you've spoken about this before on television, but Regan, you told Sam, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So, um, in the morning, I I got a message from my older brother, who's also a police officer, yeah. um, saying there'd been an incident out west, and he was just letting me know that he was okay. Yeah. And I fully just, like, completely naive, didn't even consider Matt no. was involved. Because um, Matt had so, only just left Dairiwa Station and transferred over. Yeah, so it, I didn't so. realise he was actually working out there. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even message him or anything like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, went on with my day. I went to the gym, so I was actually at the gym. I obviously know this now. I was at the gym when it when it happened, which he would have loved. <laughs> um, and then I got home, and my mum and my mother in law were there, which was weird because obviously they should have been at work. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Um, yeah. And as soon as I walked into the door, my wife just came up to me, bawling her eyes out, and and just said, "It's Matt." And I said, what? Like, I was, yeah. what? And she she said, there's been, um, you know, two cops have been hurt out west. Um, one, of them's, one of them's injured and one of them's dead. And still then, I was, you know, like, completely, I don't know, naive yeah. or in denial. Of, in my head, I was like, you know, Matt will just be the injured one. Um, and I don't know, I've, God knows how long it yeah. was. But then I finally got the call um, from my older brother again, and he told me that um, Matt was the one who'd yeah. been shot dead, and I just went into complete shock and I suppose disbelief. I didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't get angry. I was just numb yeah. and just like completely shut down. Didn't say much, um, and slowly. Slowly, our loved ones turned up. I I messaged Sam, um, I suppose straight away. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and said because I knew he was in the city, um, and I obviously didn't want to tell him over the phone. I just said, "Mate, um, you need to come." I just said, "Come over, bro." You know, yeah. made it sound nonchalant. Um, and then when he turned up, I suppose you can take it from there. Yeah. Um... I was, yeah, because I was in the city, so I spent the night in the city, uh, and then I was actually car shopping, <laughs> um, and was driving home, got a text from, from Regan, but uh, so if I wind back to, to when it had happened, and I saw the breaking news on the um, on the phone come through, 
similar sort of scenarios where I, I um, my my ex partner, her brother is a cop, and I'm still really close with the whole family, and so he, I know he works at Henderson, um, and uh, so my initial reaction was was to ring her to make sure that she's okay. So he, she'd been trying to ring him and hadn't heard from him, and we finally heard from. Um, uh, him that he was okay. Yeah. Um, turns out he was actually the, one of the first responders there. So um, it was all pretty connected. But uh, so I kind of put it to bed and I said, oh, well, that's good. Um, and I went on, went on about yeah. my day. No news is good news. Yeah, yeah well, the, I only really, like, I only was weird because I was actually picked up my phone to call Matt. Yeah. So, because I had texted him at ten seventeen. Yeah. Um, because we were talking about going to watch watching the Warriors that evening because he was going up to have dinner with his mum. Yeah. Um, and I said, "Sweet, we'll stop back in and to watch the Warriors on the way home with with with, with Regan," um, which was just like a normal Friday night thing to do. Um, and so I, I picked it up and I saw he hadn't read it. And I thought I oh, must be dealing with like helping support like yeah. whatever's going on. And look, let's be honest, I know this because my wife always tells me off. Cops are notorious. You send us a text message and about. An hour and a half later, you get a, a reply. Yeah, that'd be sweet, awesome. See you there, yeah. type stuff. Yeah. So. Um, and so, yeah, I, I kind of looked at it and just didn't really think much of it. And I drove home, got myself some sushi, uh, and then I got a text from Regan saying, "Come over." Um, and I think Nico was about eighteen months then, um, real cool age. This is um, Regan's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and whenever I come over to the house, I always come through the door and then onto the deck and then. I, I peer through the window Surprise. and try, try and get yeah. the attention <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because because he always yeah. turns around and, and now he says hi Sam because he finally let my name <laughs> um, and there was heaps of people there and I was like oh that's that's weird and, and Regan basically came out um, and I'll never forget what he said because it was kind of weird he used Matt's full name yeah and I think probably now I'm hearing you tell the story you probably didn't want me to have to like think through like too many different things yeah like it was just bang like Matt Hunt, he's he's dead. Yeah. And my reaction was different because again, I didn't haven't heard Regan's reaction until just then as well. Yeah. Um, I just, I just broke down. Like, I was yeah. just like, Fuck. yeah. It's one of those things. I mean, like I say, this having done plenty of notifying jobs, I've even had to tell somebody on Christmas Day that their father died in a car accident. But just that thing of there's no easy way around it. And there's no way you can solve on the blow. Like we very often, I'll get asked by members of the public, they'll say to me, how can you explain to somebody that somebody they love has passed away? And I'm like, as quickly and as sensitively as you can, because it's a shit sandwich you're having to give to somebody. You can't say to them, oh, great day we're having today, isn't the weather's pretty awesome? Oh, by the way, FYI. Yeah, so you probably, yeah. And you were probably still in shock as well yourself, weren't you? To be yeah, honest, yeah. I didn't know what was going on, mate. I, I just blurted it out. Yeah. Um, I think oh, again like it's such a blur it's hard to piece together but I think my dad had showed up just randomly yeah um, so I think I'd already told him um, so and again yeah I just yeah because yeah. I, I, I went from there um, I rang I rang Jess pretty much straight away um, because we'd obviously been talking about Sam yeah um, and all I could get out was it's Matt yeah um, and that's all I could say yeah uh, and then um, basically I, my, my dad was home and so I just yeah tried to get in touch with him and yeah. and then from there it was just it was really we yeah just spent I feel like the next month at Regan's house yeah yeah pretty much yeah. our house was a bit of a hub 
Yeah, which is a common thing is again as well, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, it was a blessing. Like we'd actually only moved back there, um, maybe a month or so yeah. ago, um, and it was yeah, it was yeah, it was a blessing really. It's um, it was really interesting to see. I, I I've never been exposed to grief. Like, yeah, I've had a, a, a grandfather pass away, but you know he had a great innings and to be fair it's yeah like you say it's kind of expected yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was more of a celebration you know to, yeah. to, to reflect so I didn't know what to expect I didn't know how to handle it uh, and it was really interesting to see on reflection how different people yeah. I guess yeah. handle it so you yeah, know um, some people uh, like zero um, zero tears and zero sadness uh, real angry Mm-hmm. Um, some people went straight to talking about um, the person who did it uh, and in my mind like I hadn't even really thought I was like I hadn't even thought about that yeah. I was like it, I still haven't yeah, yeah. Um, and and then we're kind of like shit we've got to ring um, we've got to ring Coxie we've got to ring yeah. Jay like we kind of started going yeah. through this list of people that we needed to call um, and so we kind we of just try to get in touch with us too like um another police officer that we know down in Tauranga and stuff like that yeah, yeah and so people wanted to know what, what what's going on or what's happening yeah. uh, and so we kind of became the, the people that, that needed to tell yeah. people and then I being um, being me just went work mode yeah kind yeah. of just I was like I just switched into absolute work mode yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I am um, unfortunate enough I suppose is um Matt's my third mate that I've lost yeah. in my life. Yep. Um, so, unfortunately, it wasn't completely new to me. Um, and not to diminish, like, that those that experience um, with those boys because that, you know, it was heartbreaking and it was like losing a, a best mate. Yeah. But with Matt, it was, and same for Sammy, like, it was like losing a brother, but even more than a brother. Yeah. It was like losing a piece of ourselves. That yeah. Day. Well, you can see from the pictures from you guys at high school. Yeah. You're obviously really, really close. I mean, you. Yeah. You guys are arms around one another and everything else. So yeah. you, you can see that there's yeah. a really close yeah. bond there. Well, you know how you have your people, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. spend every weekend together. You know, a big yeah. All Blacks game is on. Who are you going to watch it with? Yeah. Exactly. Sam and Matt, yeah. That yeah. one person you're going to send a text to that nobody else in the world will get. They'll they'll laugh their ass off and go, "That's funny." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah. I knew you'd get it." Yeah. 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 So. You guys saw the overwhelming support for Matt, um, his family, the police, and obviously his mates as well. What was it like from where you guys were sitting as his good mates? Because um, I've got to be honest, I sat there sometimes and went, whoa, this has got to be like overwhelming. It's it's, over, it's overwhelming for us as his workmates. Some of the, like the outpouring of sympathy was really, it was amazing. Um, and like we were getting people coming up to us in the street and saying, oh, you're really sorry about your colleague and everything else. And, blah 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 and it was really nice but it must have been overwhelming for you guys did you get to a stage where you just sort of like let's just lock the door are you going to just let these bastards leave us alone for a bit yeah um, we were in a bit of a bubble to be fair um, yeah. for that first month because the the funeral took so long because we had yeah. family members isolation and everything else yeah um, I didn't feel too like I hadn't watched any of the news for a few nights afterwards I didn't like we knew that there was support there and yeah. this is I guess we say we I'm speaking per- personally here um, and for us it was about r- rallying around Diane um, and, and each other and, and basically being up at her place whenever we could um, it was very it, 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 
I mean, because I helped organise the funeral um, with with Diane, that that was pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Um, just the not not were you organising a funeral for your mate and and you having full autonomy over what that looks like. You're organising a funeral that has a whole lot of protocol to it. Yeah. Um, with a whole lot of different personalities involved as well. Yeah. So. For me, that was the most overwhelming thing of the whole process is is trying to, I guess, play be, be the middle person with everything and try to make everybody happy. Yep. Um, and and having to yeah to deal with the, the police on on that side of stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the people I was working with were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you definitely felt like you were organising something that had been taken away from you. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is often something that we hear from. Uh, police families is because of the fact that uh, a member might pass and they'll say I want a full police funeral and that's in their will or something else and then the family's like it's really cool but we felt kind of a little bit sort of off to the side because you've got all these police officers turning up there and I mean I know that when you guys stood up on the stage I mean let's be honest you've got a Prime Minister mm. um, uh, Andrew Costa who I used to work with in, mm. in Mangere a thousand years ago yeah. uh, and a whole bunch of other dignitaries and then you've just got like a sea of blue so that must have been really unnerving because I know what it's like to walk into a room full of uniforms when you're in civvies and you're like the only person there and it's like whoa yeah so um, was that when you guys were at Eden Park uh, where, a place where you guys often went with Matt to go and watch his beloved Auckland Blues. And I say that as a Crusaders fan. I used to give him chip about that too. Um, was that that whole sort of wave of police overwhelming for you? Or was it like, we're here for Matty, uh, or we couldn't care if it, if everybody else is here or not. We're just here for Matty and his mum and his sister. Um, it definitely intensified everything. Yeah. Um, like, you know, a lot of people lose loved ones and they have to have their funeral, but... Yeah, this like added stress and especially, yeah. you know, the way he went yeah. and um, like you said, the Prime Minister was there and yeah, like it was intense. Like we would get home after after the funeral or we also went out to the site and we had all mm. these things that we did. We would get home and we'd all just lie on the floor. Yeah. Like we were drained yeah, mentally, yeah. physically. Like I, before this, I thought the saying... A broken heart was just the same. Yeah, yeah. But we literally felt pain in our hearts. Like yeah. even talking about it now, like I can feel it now. You know, your chest, your chest gets tight, and yeah. So I think it just intensified. Yeah. What is already a shit situation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah not to take away from the fact that it was um, a, an awesome show of support by the police at the funeral. Like I. Like if we did it again, I don't think we'd do it any different. Yeah. Um, like Matt got the the the, be- the beautiful send off he deserved. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, if he wasn't a police officer, then yeah, his funeral would have been smaller because he, he did have a, a really tight group yeah. of, of really close friends. But I guess that just showed the impact that he had on on basically anyone that he met. Like yeah. You, you, we spoke to, we've and we still get messages from people now um, who had only met him once, but they kind of they they can see how great he was as yeah, a he was person. a good fella yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. saying like it couldn't happen to a better bloke like yeah. it actually annoys me yeah because like it couldn't be more true with Matt yeah like he was just the best bloke like the bloke that you always want around like yeah. you always want him at the pub you always want him at the footy game yeah like you just always want him there because like he was quite he was quite quietly spoken you know but 
but when you did say something it was super valuable yeah and yeah. yeah you just always want them around and, yeah. and it just yeah it just hurts so yeah. much like, like I said to you guys when I had him on section I knew like within sort of half an hour of meeting him oh there's my go to guy on yeah. section and I didn't know the section that well so it was just yeah. like yeah. yeah um what do you think Matt would have said about all the attention because <laughs> I, I kind of got the feeling um, again yeah. you know in the short time I kind of got the feeling that it. he probably would have absolutely hated it and, yeah, so. I yeah. don't know if you've seen the footage of him doing like a police 10-7 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. awkward that would give you yeah. answers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, little brag here in year 10 Matt and I won the um, Anne Hartley trophy which do some research oh, yeah. it's a pretty prestigious bowls trophy XMP. I'm just saying, um, him and I won it in year 13 yeah you did too yeah right there we go um, yeah. but you know we, we got a chance to, to present that trophy um, to uh, at school and me being me I was you know happy to jump up there and do it Matt couldn't be any further from <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah. that. He ran the other direction and yeah, said stuff that uh, don't want to go anywhere near the the spotlight or the yeah, limelight. So the camera. yeah, I'm pretty sure he purposely missed after year nine when he got an attendance award at school. He purposely <laughs> missed a day uh, each year, um, so he didn't have to get the award again. Yeah. <laughs> go on. So what did you guys apart from your runs? What did you guys do to look after yourself? Because I know that you've got your families as well to look after as well, but and this is um, something again because you both guys are interested in men's mental health as we all should be. Mm. What did you do to look after yourself? Because you look after your families, you do, you know, you you cry, you give them a hug and everything else. But what was the thing that kind of got you through it? For some people, it's going for a drive and cranking up the tunes. For others, it's mm. you know, I'll have a whiskey and give them a nod and that type of stuff. What did you do? And those sort of after the funeral are gone and everything had sort of settled and as everybody says you know and I've had this in my life as well after somebody's passed you get that you get that big hub of people and then they all just kind of disappear and life just goes yeah. on because it does unfortunately yeah, yeah. what did you do um, it definitely wasn't just one thing yeah. um, and like you said having our friends and family support like we have s- such an amazing friend group and support yeah. group um, the runs were incredible. Like I often said, if we weren't doing these runs, we'd probably just be at the pub. Yeah. Um, that would probably been easier on your body, Sam. Just yeah. So if yeah we're although, on. although originally we did, we did probably use alcohol a bit to sort of numb the pain. Um, yeah. And then it kind of, you know, as time went on, it probably got a little bit healthier. Um, yeah. I I actually went and learned a meditation technique. Yep. Um, which has been like super helpful life changing yeah yeah um, yep um yeah obviously like I said exercise jumping in the ocean just kind of everything, anything we could really um yeah. and it it definitely takes a lot of tools you know there's yeah. not just one thing that helps nice. it's, it's yeah. all yeah it all snowballs you know yeah to, to be fair I'm, I'm still figuring it out yep um I, I actually kind of feel like it's getting harder yeah mm, um now that's leading back up to the yeah and, and but there's the emotion of, of holding on to them and, and and you've got all the memories, but now it's I'm just kind of sad that I haven't made any new memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've run out of photos to share. I've run out of things to to kind of... Like, I've run out of... There's always been like little memories that are popular. Oh, I forgot about that. Like And, and you yeah, think yeah. about it for ages and you're like, oh, how cool was that? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm running out of them. So that reflection piece for me is really important and just going for a walk, going for a run and processing all those memories has, was, was really um, therapeutic. But now that I've kind of, I feel like I've replayed the whole movie already. Yeah. Um, it it it's kind of it hurts. 
um, that there's nothing else to play. Yeah. Um, for me, the exercise is was was a really important thing to continue the running, but also, in a weird way, now um, I kind of feel like I've I'm I'm I've got this I'm kind of invincible when it comes to doing anything endurance because there is no ch- there's no chance I'm going to give up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I'm not going to get there the fastest, but I'll get it done. Yeah. Um, and I I find myself when I'm at the gym or I'm doing anything. The, the further I push myself to exhaustion or failure, um, it's kind of when I've got Matt coming in there and pushing me along. And so I feel really connected to him yeah. when I'm at that point of, of giving up. And so I find that I, yeah, I, I work a lot harder. Um, I try to be a lot more disciplined. Um, and I try to, to, to kind of do anything in my life where I know that eventually I'm going to need Matt to give me a hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. and, and that comes. So it works a lot of the time it, it, and it doesn't work a lot of the time. It just, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a journey that we're going to be on for, 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 for a long, long time. Long time yeah. And it goes up yeah. and down, like, yeah. and it probably will for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know, some some days or even some weeks, you know, you feel really good and you're kicking goals, and yep. um, which possibly is just, uh, you know, distracting yourself with, with whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but there's still days and, and weeks where you just feel down and grumpy yeah. and angry and then something will remind you that he's not here and you'll never get yeah. to see him again or whatever and, and that can set you off for a long time and yeah, it's yeah. it's just up and down. Right? Yeah, I get it, I get it. Mm. Um, it's re- you very often hear about, uh, dare I say it, you hear about um, soldiers being in combat and they lose what they call their brothers, their, their battle brothers. Um, or their best mates or something else and they all talk about honouring thy name or honouring mm-hmm. thy brother do you guys feel that responsibility? every day yeah 100% yeah. Yeah. and what's it like to live with that because that's the tough bit eh? the fact that you've got to honour him I mean you guys are and it's a again it's part of the man's legacy you guys are forever intertwined as you guys are met hearts mates mm-hmm. yeah uh, which is a great thing. That's a real, a, a real honour to have as well. But do you find that tough, like on a day to day basis? Like you've said that it helps yeah. you at the gym or that type of stuff. I, but I, I, I don't find it tough. Uh, I find it good, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, it's like a, a superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah, it's, it's given me a kick up the ass to do things I've yeah. wanted to do yeah. my whole life, and you just put off. You know, like, yeah. I think I feel like I've squeezed in about five years productivity in the last year like, yeah yeah uh, it's funny because that's the, the guys that I read about that have lost their brothers in battle they say exactly the same thing you know they'll be up at like four o'clock in the morning exercising everybody else is like you're nuts it's like no man you can't live your life just doing nothing you have to mm. keep pushing on because you never know what's going to end up happening yeah. and it's like you've got to honour them yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. wondered if that's yeah. something you guys felt yeah it, it's it's you kind of feel like you've always got someone watching you um, and then whether it's a good thing or a bad thing but yeah. Uh, it yeah it, the, the motivation to push you along if you know you're making the for me personally if I know I'm making the wrong decisions um, I'll still make them but at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I have Matt in the back of my head um, yeah. yeah so it's yeah it's it's I guess you could call it a, a, a tiny silver lining, but it, it's a, a weird relationship you have with, yeah. with someone who's not here anymore. Yeah. yeah. And then some, some days it feels really good, you know, like you're working hard for Matt and you're kicking goals for Matt. But yeah. then some days it's the complete opposite. Yeah, you're yeah. angry and you're sad and you're like, well, what's the point? Yeah. 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 yeah I get that. Um, going down the track, sort of three, 
four or five years down the track from where we are now uh how do you guys see yourself because i'm guessing that you would because i would for my mates um keeping his legacy alive because uh, it's like you both said in the in interviews you've done and uh, i think everybody in his police family agrees as well it's really important that we remember matt the person not just matt in that incident um but how how do you guys see yourself keeping his legacy alive you obviously are not going to be running when you're 62 Sam <laughs> uh, despite your best efforts but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I think he might yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. well we always spoke about doing a, um, a golf trip an annual golf mm. trip um, yeah. with, with Matt this yeah. is like yeah. we've had lots of pipe dreams with Matt yeah yeah. Um, so I can see something like that forming. Um, we, we already have things that we kind of try to, to build yeah. into the calendar where we've got something to look forward to that, yeah. that honours him. Mm-hmm. Um, his 30th birthday is coming up soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me personally, I um, I have a, a trip that I'm planning for 2023, hopefully, if the world's open. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, ticking off our bucket list that we'd made and, yep. and you know we we dreamed about going to places since we were in first year of high school together so yeah um and it's just unfortunate he wanted to go to all random ass places so <laughs> bad um, luck for you yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh things like the trans-siberian railway across europe and yep. uh, across russia and then down the eastern block of europe and a whole lot of <laughs> weird and wonderful cities um but that's something that i want to do yeah, yeah. Um, but i think as a group naturally we'll continue to do stuff um, yeah. because it's in a weird way he kind of brought us together when we, we were yeah when he was alive and he's yeah. going to continue to bring us together now yeah because yeah. like you guys set up your run with matt um yeah. website and like you know it's great and everything else but like you can't keep running until you're like 55 60 mm. i mean no. you, pro- you i mean you probably do like a 5k maybe yeah, yeah. Um, just your time will just get a bit slower trust me sam it does uh, i know day, yeah. run with matt might turn to 10k specialist <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. uh but yeah you know just like did you have anything planned in the back of your minds i mean obviously you've got stuff personally but is there stuff that you you want to do so that or maybe it's something you've never even thought about i don't know because you're both doing um, great work for men's mental health and i know that part of the reason you're doing that is so that you can share the journey that you've been on mm. as well as share bits and pieces of Matt as yeah. well. Yeah, I personally am going, well, aiming to go quite deep in the uh, men's health, um, connecting with Movember. They've asked me to be a community ambassador. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on starting my own podcast, actually. Nice, good week. Uh, just a bloke, coming right. soon. Line me up, line me up as yeah, a guest. That's all good. And fine. I don't know if Sam was here or not, but did you hear me? I'm going to give you both because I'm the New Zealand captain for the New Zealand Police, honorary membership to the New Zealand Movember, Molise team, as we call it, oh. uh, for Movember this year. So oh, I'll give awesome. You, the you said we were allowed to arrest people for the whole month. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can I yeah. Can but I you do get to look like dodgy 70s cops with a really bad mo, so oh, that's oh, all good. Get yeah, the yeah, 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 it's all good. If you come up to the station, I'll let you date your picture in the car. Yeah, um, so yeah, so you're obviously working hard at, like... Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. going down that avenue, but then in terms of like together, I suppose we'll we'll keep we'll keep doing the run with Matt. Um, Sam and I have always talked about um, starting a business together. Yep. Um, you know, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of whiteboards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's all. You got it. We would love. Yeah, yeah. Like when we started run with Matt, we did it for the original reason of, of doing the runs, but then it could so easily turn to something. Um, and something in that 
that Matt would want to do rather than saying honoring like how Matt died or, or what yeah, he yeah. did as a yeah. profession. Yeah. Um, but channeling his, um, I guess, his characteristics mm-hmm. and, and doing something positive with that. So, you know, if we look at sort of his goal setting, his determination, his discipline, um, his like, support in the way that he loved his friends and supported his mates, but also like, yeah. like those are kind of characteristics I think a lot of people lack. Yeah. Um, and they make a really good person. So how can we channel that in a way to try and, and use him to influence you know people he, he loved spending yeah. time with kids and yeah, um, and, and yeah. developing people so yeah. like that would be a wonderful way of honouring him down the track yeah yeah um, it's just about bringing it together and and, Getting and, it sorted. and, and doing it rather than making it a necessarily a a, a police orientated thing but making it a mat thing that then can then connect into it like yeah. if your people went through that program they'd make great police officers but they'd also make great um, all sorts yeah. of other people. Yeah. So, um, like, when I think about something to, to honour his legacy, that's the kind of direction that my mind goes. Yeah. Because, um, like, let's be fair, uh, it's like every police officer, that's just one aspect to his character. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and look, we've all got that one mate who's a police officer, and I'm not saying that Matt was like this, but maybe. Uh, you yeah. know, people look at him and go, is he a police officer? So, yeah. yeah. He is. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah I yeah. think with Matt, you probably could guess it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah but, but the thing I loved about Matt as a as a police Robert officer is he, yeah, <laughs> is, is he wasn't um, he wasn't in it to lock up bad guys. No, no. Um, he was in it to support uh, and obviously protect mm. the people in the community. Yeah. But he was mainly doing it through a lens of preventing people from going down that path to crime. Yeah. Uh, and supporting people who were already in crime rather than just protecting. Yeah. And I think that's what made him a, such a great asset to the police. And, and I think his time spent in courts um, and his time spent in the prison uh, probably really helped to round him out as someone who actually saw what it looked like yeah. at the other end of it. Yeah. You saw the full circle as yeah. opposed to just yeah, sort yeah. of a, a yeah. corner. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, now, both of you guys have gone on to show your vulnerability um, and also get actively involved in men's health, men's mental health. Why is that so important for you both? Because, I mean, it's both something you've, you guys have had TV cameras put in your faces, mm. you're doing podcasts like this as well, and everything else. Look, let's be honest, I know that there are some people I know that would be like, yeah, look, we've done we've done the funeral, we've done the public grieving, um, we just like to be left alone now and just let our families do support. We'll come out, mm. do the memorial, and then pretty much just leave us alone. Um, but why is it so important to you both that you keep on pushing, pushing the men's mental health barrier? And as a fellow men's mental health bear ambassador for credit to you both because the more blokes that speak about this the better it is for everybody everybody um the frustrating thing brian is i was actually already heading in this direction anyway yeah um i had already you know had had in my little notebook um that i wanted to work in well men's health you know health and fitness but also mental health and yeah. um, I had Movember already written in my notebook that I wanted to do some work with them so I guess losing match just giving me a bit of a kick up the ass yeah um, yeah everyone's got a story everyone's yeah. got something that, that they're um, they're challenged with and um, I, I feel like if you talk you allow someone else to feel like they can comfortably talk as well rather than just sitting down if you know you've got a mate who's who's going through something rather than just sitting down and going like tell me what's wrong 
I feel like if you sit down and talk about your problems, uh, not in like a, I'm going to air all my laundry, but yeah. if, if you break down your own barriers and, and become vulnerable, you're quite quick to see how the room also becomes vulnerable around you. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, yeah, it's something I found sure. out re- really recently, you know, if, if you talk to people and they say, oh, actually, I'm not feeling that good. It's like, oh, heavy yak to me, tell me about it. Yeah. Or you say to somebody, oh, actually, I've had a few mental health issues myself. All of a sudden, it's like you've, I don't know, you've kind of, raised the flag and said it's okay lads you can yeah. actually talk about this I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm on your side and they all go oh yeah actually yeah me too or yeah I've, I've had this go on so yeah, um, yeah. full kudos to you because like I said it's so so important because the more of us that talk about it yeah. the better so yeah just maximum respect to you okay now like I said to you guys you got some of Matt's favourite tunes played on George <laughs> FM and if you go and google it you can still listen to it because I was listening to it the other day when I was good. how did he get the nickname Hawk was it the was it the OCD thing or was it just there's got to be some story behind it? Uh, there's actually no good story. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> he he randomly, I'm pretty sure he just came up for himself. Um, <laughs> like when we were in high school, yeah. and then, but it never hit. Yeah. It never clipped. Yeah. And then um, it never stuck. Sorry. And then when we went to London, um, we we're all living there, and we all started like basically giving ourselves nicknames and, <laughs> as you do yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and um, it stuck yeah, yeah so we just started calling him Hawk but um what was quite funny though is when he went to police college yeah that's what I was going to say <laughs> and then yeah. he came back up yeah. uh, and oh Hawk Hawkey's home he's like oh no that's not my name anymore boys yeah he tried, he tried to brush it out <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. Now, now I've got a Hawk tattooed on my back so nice sorry oh, mate classic alright well look lads thank you for your time because I know this week is going to be real tough for you yeah, it's sure. tough enough uh us and you know it must be real bad for you guys so a maximum respect for again coming out and talking about it